You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man, after some fucking technical difficulties, uh, I'm back on the scene, crispy and clean, Hey, uh, Appreciate you guys coming in, man, today and uh, checking me out on YouTube. Title of this show, man, is uh, Quit Sugarcoating Shit. Quit sugarcoating every fucking thing. That's just real. I don't know what else to tell you guys. I mean, that's just the truth. So quit sugarcoating shit. Hey, everybody in YouTube, Joshua Bordis on this show, he just typed in there. He said, manscape your balls. He's a young little slap dick. He's a great kid, though, man. Great kid. Give him a shout out. Everybody be cool with him. He's a fucking slap dick. If he's a shit bird, he knows his nuts will get cut off with manscape, but I know he's not. He know better. So he's a great young kid. Go tune in to uh, go follow him on Twitter. He needs, like, some followers. That motherfucker got, like, six followers. Give him some followers. Um, quote of the day, man, quote of the day, don't be busy, be fucking productive. That's the quote of the day. Don't be busy, be productive. All right. That means get shit done. Turn over rocks. We live in a result oriented life, man. That means there's no gray area. The winner fucks the prom queen. The loser jacks off with fucking baby oil. The motherfucking winner. The last time I checked, they took scoring games, didn't they? Hey, there's no gray area. Last time I checked, the dude that sells the most cars usually makes manager, usually gets more money, usually fucking succeeds. The dude that don't fucking loses. I mean, that's just what it is, man. There is no gray area in this game. So just want to make sure everybody's clear about that. So um, I'm going to – I got a lot to discuss, man, on this show. Um as Callie, my dog, sitting here panting because she's going through, uh, she's in she's in uh, she's in labor, man. So she's actually in labor, having uh, contractions. So I just hope, I just hope she don't fucking. Well, I hope she does have them right now, but I, I don't know if she is or not. So who knows? Hey, this show's brought to you by Bet Online, the Slapdick Podcast. Is brought to you by betonline.ag. Check it out. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on the sports is at betonline.ag. Hey, I'm betting right now. I'm actually winning a um, hundred and something dollars. Now, I still got game, guys to still play yet, but hey, don't knock the hustle. I'm trying. Scared money don't make money, right, Josh? Um, Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Bet Online has hundreds of props with real time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, the 24 hour online casino never closes. So head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, receive 50% off on welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Check it out. Um,. I got a new sponsor for the Slapdick Podcast today, so shout out to eBay. 
Hey, eBay's pretty big, man, for the even for uh, a slap dick like myself. So I got eBay um, as a sponsor now. So make sure you guys uh, listen up later on. I'll get into it, uh, especially in, in eBay sneakers, if you believe it or not. Um, so my daughter told Josh to for me to come swoop them up. So you guys know, I live out. Outside of L.A., all right? They live in fucking downtown, basically Koreatown, if you guys are familiar in Los Angeles. It's like about an hour, hour and a half, you know what I mean? Plus, I'm on slapdick whiskey. So my daughter's trying to get me caught up is what she's trying to do. So Josh's going to have to let her know. The fucking deal. They better catch an Uber around this motherfucker. So Trevor Lawrence, uh, Clemson quarterback, good, good friend of mine, trains him. Um, and uh, played the NFL, obviously. Um, you guys know him as Carson Palmer's little brother, Jordan, Jordan Palmer. Um, he's coaching him. He was at his pro day today. Um, I guess he apparently he drove he 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 drove the ball real well. He was accurate, threw the deep ball well. He impressed NFL scouts at his pro day. Um, so. You know, he's 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 out there as the number one pick waiting to happen just so everybody's clear. And uh, so we'll see how he does. Um, and, and we'll go from there. But, you know, like I said, man, Slapdick Whiskey is doing really well. It'll be in stores near use very soon, hopefully in March next month. My dog, Callie, my female, she's an American pit, so she's not a bully XL like my other three. But Stogie got a hold of her, obviously. There's at least 11 pups in, in her, maybe more. She's uh, panting pretty heavily at my feet right now. I had to bring her in the house because she don't like the garage. So she's due to have babies any day, any time now, any hour, any minute. I don't know when. Um, she will not let anybody come around. Even Stogie, she's snapping at. And Stogie knows better. Stogie's like trying to be nice, but Stogie didn't want to fuck her up. But the puppies, she got a hold of two, both of them already. So I've had to keep them away from her. So she's close. She's dug a hole in the backyard and she's ready to do it. Um, like I said, I've, uh, you know, everybody knows I've rekindled with my daughter. She's been over at the house all week chilling. I took her home yesterday because my dog is, I think, is stressed out because too many people are in the house. So I'm trying to get her to have these damn babies. Um, and then if you guys are all interested, you guys hit me up and uh, I'm taking deposits for the pups. So if anyone wants the world famous stogie pup, you guys holler at me and let me know. Um, Brayden, what's up? I'm going to sell them motherfuckers. Shit. I'm not keeping all these motherfuckers. There's 11 of them. Shit. Or 12 of them or 13 of them, 15 of them. Who knows how many she got? She's humongous though. And I just wanted to get them out safe and healthy. Make sure she's healthy. And then I'll fix her ass after this one. But Stogie's bloodline is so damn strong, man. She, his ass gave her at least 11, 12 puppies. On, and it's her first litter. So um, I'm going to sell them, man. So hit me up. Um, this first litter, I'm not going to charge like I would with the next one. Because the next litter, they're all Bully XL. They're all fully papered. And they're all going to be fucking not only Merle. They're going to be humongous. So they're going to be cream of the crop. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Um, Urban Meyer, you guys know, Ohio State head coach for years, Florida head coach, Utah, won multiple national championships at multiple places. 
he hired a dude from University of Iowa. So just so we're clear, Urban's known him for years. Um, and, you know, I, I've i been getting hit up. Um, I've been getting hit up about, what do I think? JV, what do you think? You, you, Urban hired a racist and, uh, and this and this and this. You know, he's known this guy, you know, Chris Doyle, who was at Iowa for years. He's known him for 20 years. All right. Shit. You guys want to win, you probably should have, you, you Charger fans should have wished for Urban. But anyway, I'm going to get into this show. I'm going to, it's titled Quit Sugarcoating Shit. All right. And uh, you guys can ask questions, shoot them out. I'll, I'll get back to you guys during the show. Um, but Chris Doyle was fired at the University of Iowa. I, I, I think, you know, Kirk Ferentz, the head coach, you know, basically covered, you know, he was the scapegoat. Now, is he racist? I don't know. Um, he very well may be. The players are all saying he is. Hey. There's one thing you can say. These kids are fucking dumb. They're fucking, you can call them retarded. You can call them all this shit. One thing they're not is stupid, number one. One thing they're not are liars about certain things. Now, they'll lie to you, and then they'll cheat, and they'll fucking be disloyal and dishonest all day long. But what they won't do is lie about certain shit. So if this motherfucker was racist... And Urban hired him. Urban hired him because of one thing and one thing only. To get his team strong. And I'm going to get into the whole thing. I'm going to be devil's advocate. Not really. You know me. I'm too fucking real to be devil's advocate. But what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to discuss the differences and and I'm going to get into it all, man. Just stay tuned. That's why I'm calling this show Don't Sugarcoat Shit, all right? Um, we sugarcoat too much shit. Quit sugarcoating fucking everything. So Urban Meyer hires this guy, Doyle, who's claimed as a racist at University of Iowa. Urban's known him for 20 years. Urban's, Urban's basically, Urban's, press conference today was basically saying that you know I've known him 20 years whatever's been said about him or whatever he's done he won't do here that's all he said that's basically what he said he also said some key things that you have to listen to he said make sure you know that what I tell you as your new head coach is golden that means my word is bond I got you back, and you ain't got to worry about no other shit. Listen, we've all had these assistant coaches who are fucked up in some facet, some fashion, some which way. Some way they've been fucked up. Now, you don't understand the difference between college football and coaching amateurs and professional football, which is light years and galaxies from each other, apart from each other, the differences between the two. All right. Urban Meyer is hiring a so-called racist. Okay. 
to an NFL franchise who he's known 20 years. From everything that I know about Urban and, and my engagement with Urban and my meeting Urban several times in the recruiting front, I find it very hard-pressed that he's racist. Number one, I think everybody would know that Urban Meyer is racist by now because of all the brothers and everyone that he's coached. Look at the fucking Aaron Hernandez's team uh, at Florida. Um, you know, damn near shit. You know, it's a stereotypical fucking statement, but the motherfuckers were some criminals and they were all damn near Hall of Famers. Most good players are shitbirds. I've been telling you guys this for years. Most of your best players are the biggest shitbird in your organization, in your in your program, at your school, high school, college, NFL. I don't give a fuck. The best players are shitbirds. Can you get the shitbirds in line to lead the group and make a right at the stop sign and not make a left? That is the difference between coaching them, teaching them, and allowing them. Because you either coach it or you allow it. There is no fucking middle ground. There's no gray area. None of that. Now, having said all that shit that you guys might be confused about, because I'm on my third slapdick whiskey. College, you got to be politically correct and suck dicks, kiss asses. And coddle babies, okay? If you're racist or even even presumed racist, you are out of there. You're fired, all right? You're gone. You're out. NFL is when you put on your big boy pants. You take off those fucking skinny jeans that my boy Gabe Gotti likes to rock. I'm just playing. He don't like to rock. But I'm clowning because we know... You know, real G's don't wear titty and tongue rings, just so everybody knows. But anyway, we got cats saying they're gangsters now wearing, having titty rings, nipple rings, and motherfucking, uh, you know, tight-ass jeans and belts down after under their ass and shit. Anyway, real G's don't wear titty and tongue rings. Remember that shit. But... What I'm saying is, you've taken the skinny jeans off when you leave college, and you've put your big boy pants on, you've put on your hard hat, and you've put on your work boots. It don't matter if you're racist, even though it's fucked up and as shitty as that sounds. The NFL is about one thing, and that's paper. They don't give a fuck. I'm going to be honest with you. Brothers that I have, 26 plus in the NFL, can give a fuck less if you're racist. If you stay out their way and get and don't stop them from making their cheese, they pretty much don't give a fuck about you. Now they'll get they'll never fuck with you. They'll never endorse you because you're a bitch ass racist. But what I'm telling you is motherfuckers don't give a fuck. Now, having said that, Urban Meyer is hiring a dude that has claimed to be a racist. Having said that. He's in the NFL. His number one job is going to be strength and conditioning, getting those players on the field, getting their muscles recovered at a faster rate than the Jacksonville Jaguars' previous strength and conditioning coach. Okay? Period. That's what it is. Urban will lose the team 
if this dude is found to be a racist on day one at the Jacksonville Jaguars OTAs, if we have one because of the pandemic, or if everyone don't know what OTAs are, that's when basically NFL has what their invite camp is, spring ball, etc. That's when they get together, they start getting in and implementing strength conditioning as a team in a structured environment, all right? If the Jacksonville Jaguar players figure out that this motherfucker is who they thought he was, Urban Meyer will lose the team and he will get fired in two to three years and he'll be another Nick Saban, another one of these college coaches who were successful in college who cannot get the NFL job done. We've had several of them. To be honest, the only ones that have been great at it have been Pete Carroll and Jimmy Johnson. Those are the only two college guys that have been able to do NFL and college. Now, remind you, Jimmy Johnson had no NFL experience before he took over the Cowboys. Pete Carroll was already a head coach in the NFL as well as a D coordinator before that with New England, the New York Jets, and he's been around a long time. So Pete Carroll already knew the game. Urban Meyer's first year doing it, okay? Nick Saban took a run at it, wasn't very successful, got the fuck out of there. He was like, this ain't for me. I got to coach these motherfuckers who are making more money than me. They can basically tell me to fuck you, and I can't do shit about it. Nick Saban saw the writing on the wall and got the fuck up out of there. Pete Carroll was like, I, I like this challenge. I can coach professional men. So can Urban Meyer figure that out and coach professional men? We're going to see. Okay, we're going to see. Yeah, Barry Switzer just couldn't fuck that up one up. Barry Switzer, let me tell you like this. All this Patrick Mahomes shit and all this uh, Patrick Mahomes goat talk and all that that I'm going to get into here later. First of all, he's not the GOAT, number one. Number two, if Jimmy Johnson don't retire because of Jerry Jones' beef, Troy Aikman probably has six, seven Super Bowls, just so everybody's clear. So don't get it twisted. The Cowboys dynasty probably don't end, and Troy Aikman probably has more fucking Super Bowls than anybody in the fucking world, and... In, in my opinion, Troy Aikman is the best quarterback ever lived, but that's not going to ever be talked about because he wasn't running around and he wasn't doing all kinds of shit. So, but just so we're clear, there's never been a more accurate thrower on time, on rhythm, in the world's history of NFL than Troy Aikman, just so everybody out there is really fucking clear. Not only do I know Troy, I've had two players that played with Troy that I grew up with who told me they would go six to seven weeks. Don't, I'm not exaggerating. Six to seven weeks in practice. And the fucking football never hit the ground. You guys go take that for what it is. You figure out how the fuck that's even humanly possible. That's how accurate Troy Aikman was on a consistent basis. So anyway... Um, we hire a racist, Urban Meyer, okay? That's what, that's what he's saying. But we're in the NFL, so nobody gives a fuck. We're in the NFL now, and it is what it is. And Urban Meyer now has stuck his neck out there 
to prove that I made the right hire, believe in me, or I made the wrong one and I fucked myself. That's the only way this thing can go. Urban Meyer has really dropped his nuts on this hire for a simple fact of you either (laughs) coach it or allow it, like I say every day. But this is the issue. You have a Rooney rule going on in the NFL where we have less black coaches in the NFL right now than we did when the fucking Rooney rule was invented. And for you to go out and hire a dude that's that's claimed and who's presumed a racist is a ballsy fucking hire. All right. You better be fucking dead on balls accurate like my cousin Vinny would say. Or you are going to be fucked. And your NFL coaching career will be very, very fucking brief. Because you can say what you want. Players want to play for motherfuckers that they believe in. Not that they fucking think can call offense and defense and all this type of shit. Okay? Sebastian Gonzalez on YouTube. We're going to get into why the Chiefs OC does not have a head coaching job. Who's, by the way, one of my good friends. But anyway, I just want to make sure that you understand the fucking implications of hiring this so-called racist Urban Meyer has has on him because we have less black coaches in the NFL than we have in a long time. Less minorities. We hire a presumed racist. And... When we got guys like Eric Bieniemy, who everybody wants to be a head coach, and and we got all these black coaches out there who cannot get head jobs, we got these guys out here coaching, but we hiring racist guys now over other motherfuckers that deserve the job possibly. So we got to make sure we're clear on this thing. So let's make sure you stay in this and just stay with me during this show. All right, but quick sugarcoating shit. J.J. Watt asked to leave the Houston, Texas, and they granted his wish. I don't know if you guys heard this story. J.J. Watt granted was granted his release. Deshaun Watson was not. All right? What, why is it? Is it because J.J. Watt's a white dude? I don't know. Is it because J.J. Watt is 10 years in? Is it because J.J. Watt gives back to the fucking Katrina victims and the hurricane and all this shit? I don't know. Deshaun Watson is also a good character guy and gives back a lot of fucking money to a lot of charities as well, if you guys understand and do some research and turn over some rocks. Okay? Just so everybody's clear. But he was not granted a release, nor was he granted even a trade. But JJ's got the fuck out of there, and he got it. He got it, he got what he wanted, right? It's funny that no one out there's talking about JJ asking for a release and having no issues, like Brett Favre. Brett Favre now is he ain't saying shut up and play no more. It's funny. It's all perspective, it's fellas. I'm just telling you. But people, we we sugarcoat everything. We sugarcoat shit, and we don't tell the real, and we don't tell the truth, and motherfuckers get butt hurt and um it blows my mind man it blows my mind nobody's discussing this shit so i don't know but to get into this whole chiefs 
Super Bowl loss. Patrick Mahomes being the goat talk and all this shit. See, I don't sugarcoat shit. So you ain't got to worry about it. I don't put sugar in anything. I don't put sugar in my coffee. I don't put sugar on my fucking cornflakes. I don't put sugar sugar on shit. I don't use salt either, by the way. But I don't put sugar on shit. So I definitely ain't going to put sugar on this show. But why the fuck? Isn't everyone on ESPN talking shit about Eric Bieniemy, who, by the way, before I even get into this, is a good friend. He's a great dude. I think he's a hell of a football coach. He's a great manager of people. He's a leader of men. He knows enough football to deserve proving that he either is a deserving head coach or not. That's my point. The Eagles can hire this guy Rusaloni or whatever the fuck his name is who can't even speak and comes to a fucking head coaching NFL podium as the Eagles head coach in a sweatsuit. Um, at least I believe Eric Benemy deserves a job because we've had far more slapdicks get jobs than Eric Benemy. All right, number one. That's what I want to make sure I'm clear on. I want to make sure I clarify that, okay? But I want to know, because I don't sugarcoat shit, I wanted to know why Ryan Clark, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, Booger McFarland, all these motherfuckers ain't on ESPN now talking about how horrible BNME was as a play caller in the Super Bowl. I mean, we can take we can talk shit about how great he is and how he deserves a head job, but we don't talk how shitty he was in the Super Bowl. Well, why is that? Because I don't sugarcoat shit, JB said, right? Well, why the fuck is it? Because cats are fake as three dollar bills, number one. Because number two, Andy Reid calls the offense, you dumb fucks. Number four, if you didn't know Andy Reid called the offense by now, you are a fucking idiot. Because Andy Reid clearly had a cloudy fucking mind after his fucking son, who's a part of the nepotism fucking Revolt that I disagree with in the world of sports. Hits a family, almost kills a kid. I believe that's weighing on Andy Reid during this football game. Knowing Andy Reid and and the system and everything that he does, he couldn't have got out of that Super Bowl football game any faster. You know why he didn't put double tight ends to help the two rookie tackles out? Because he wanted to get out the fucking game. He wanted to get home. He wanted to make sure that the kid's not dead under his son's watch. He wanted to make sure that there's bigger things out there than calling a football game, even in a Super Bowl during a pandemic, believe it or not. But if Eric Bieniemy called the offense like all you dumb fucks out there thought he did, even you ESPN fucks who think that Derek Bieniemy calls the offense, 
which he doesn't, by the way. Don't you think the offense should have performed a lot better? Because Eric Bieniemy wouldn't have given a fuck about Andy Reid's son hitting a kid. No offense. Hate to ruin your fucking Friday. I hate to be an asshole. I'm just telling you, Eric Bieniemy loves Andy Reid, but Eric Bieniemy's play calling abilities would not have been suffering because of his Andy Reid's son hitting a kid. If that makes sense at all. Or if you think Andy Reid doesn't call the offense and Eric Bieniemy does, why was Eric Bieniemy out schemed so badly? Why are we talking about that, Ryan Clark? Why aren't we talking about that, fucking Stephen A? Because you fucks are fake fucks, man. You don't understand. You can't call a spade a spade. You can't call a square a square. And you definitely don't call a circle a circle. You only talk about what's fucking here and now. What's sexy to the media. What is non-controversial. What is non-political. And that's all you guys talk about. You motherfuckers don't want to talk about real shit. You want to throw a bunch of sugar in the Kool-Aid. Nah, motherfuckers. Call it how it is. Eric Bieniemy called a horrible game. If you guys think he's the fucking OC, you guys said he's the OC. You guys said he deserves a head job. Why aren't you calling him that? He's that why don't you say he's just had a worst Super Bowl offensive game plan ever in the NFL? Why don't you say that shit? He wasn't playing Belichick's defense. He was playing the same defense Aaron Rodgers just threw for four, almost 400 yards against and three touchdowns and had a way higher passing rating, passer rating, than Mahomes did two weeks before. Oh shit. I'm spitting too much real shit at you guys. You guys can't handle that shit. I'm sorry. Just so everybody's clear, Andy Reid calls the offense. He always has. He always will. Eric Bieniemy is a puppet in the puppet show. He's a great coach. He's a great running back coach. He's coached Adrian Peterson. He's coached Drew Jones. He's coached a shitload of dudes. I love him to death. Southern California native. Great ass dude. Real dude. And get in your players' asses. And he'll fucking... He can literally control the narrative in any room that he walks in. Just like I can. That doesn't mean he calls the offense. That doesn't mean he deserves a head job. But I do believe he get, he deserves a head job. But they say his interviews, he can't interview. Well, that's a, I, I believe that's a white owner telling America that black cats can't interview. If you heard my interview with Marshall Falk on the Slapdick podcast last week, he broke it down and clearly stated... When they say you can't interview, is because they don't understand you. That's all. I've been told that I couldn't interview years ago. It's all perspective, fellas. It's all who you're interviewing with. And that's just the truth. So, just so everybody's clear, that's what it is. So, make no mistake about it. He didn't interview well because they don't understand what the fuck he's telling everybody. So, because his lingo is different 
<laughs> Just so we're clear, his lingo is different than yours. So, Man, my, my girl Callie don't play. She don't want no dogs in the room, boy. She pregnant, and she ain't fucking uh, playing around. So anyway, um, there are a lot of people that said he couldn't interview, just so everybody's clear out there. Uh, a lot of NFL owners, Texans, fucking Eagles, all kind of teams said that EB couldn't interview. But anyway, that being said, before I get into the rest of this show, and you know this motherfucker's fire, so you guys can stay in it, because I ain't sugarcoating shit. I got a new sponsor, and it's eBay for the Slapdick Podcast, so I want to make take a, gr- a brief moment to talk about our new sponsor, eBay. Whether, uh, whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for, as the original sneaker marketplace, eBay, is the place to go cop that pair of shoes you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity, Guarantee your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with the verified return process. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for recovering for great value and unique selection. So, hey, go to eBay, man. Go check it out. And uh, get you guys some uh, gear. Everybody's been on eBay, I'm sure. And, uh, hey, I know what's going on, and uh, you know what it is. Um, Yeah, definitely, Pete. I feel you. Um, Lee, what up? Hey, I appreciate you guys being on the show tonight, man, on, on the Slapdick Podcast. Um, So just so we're clear, you know, there's there's so many other things going on out here in this world. You know, fucking Trump's getting impeached a second time. <laughs> a second time. Hey, as soon as she drops, brother, I, I, I'll show you the pups. Shit. You show me the money. Show me the money, I'll show you the pups. Hey, so. But anyway, Eric Bieniemy, if he is the O.C., like these motherfuckers think, then why ain't they giving him the same fucking grief they give other motherfuckers when they call a bad game? It's funny and ironic, but guess what? I don't sugarcoat shit. I just keep it real. I love Eric being me, but the bottom line is he don't call plays. And number two, if he did, he would have had a lot better success than they did the other night if you guys are telling him he's the guy who he is. But guess what? He's not. Andy Reid is the play caller. Andy Reid's son struck an automobile drunk. Andy Reid's son almost killed a motherfucker. Andy Reid was clouded in the Super Bowl. Andy Reid couldn't wait for that game to be over any faster. That's the real. So let's make sure we're clear. So 
Nobody brings it up though, man. It's just a, it's crazy. Nobody brings up Mahomes has a worse passing rating, passer rating than seventy five percent of the NFL quarterbacks that played in the Super Bowl. You clear you clear what I just said, right? Seventy five percent of NFL quarterbacks before him, he has a worse passer rating than them motherfuckers had, and he had a le- he had a worse passer rating in the last six games than. F- Fucking Grossfield. Just so, like, we're comparing this motherfucker to quarterbacks that have under a 30, under a 30 passer rating in the fucking second and third quarter. So I'm just throwing you out there. Everybody that's anointing Patrick Mahomes as the fucking GOAT, how can you be the GOAT? Just so we're clear, how can you be the GOAT? And in your only two playoff losses is to the same motherfucker who is not only 41 years old at the time when you're 24. He's now 43 years old when you're 25. (laughs) I don't think you can ever be the GOAT, brother. You fucked up. You know you done fucked up, don't you? That's really what you should be telling Patrick Mahomes. He lost twice to a motherfucker in his 40s. His only two losses in playoffs... And his playoffs career is to the same plus 40 motherfucker, Tom Brady. So how can you be the GOAT in your third year? Basically, you're still on your first page of your resume. And these motherfuckers are anointing these dudes as the GOATs. Hey, Coach JB, he had two touchdowns dropped. Guess what he's going to have when free agency hits and he don't have Tyreek Hill or Kelsey or Sammy Watkins? What is he going to do then? You don't think he's going to have drop footballs? (laughs) Give it some time, people. Quit anointing these motherfuckers as the GOAT in their third year. He hasn't even gone through free agency like an Aaron Rodgers has, like a Troy Aikman has, like a Dan Marino, John Elway, Steve Young, Trill Montana, Terry Bradshaw. He hasn't even lost his best players and replaced them with average dudes. Let me see him win with fucking five, nine white receivers like Tom Brady did for years. Let me see him do that shit. Let me see what he does with Vantee's Scatling and Brown and all these motherfuckers that Aaron Rodgers has. He literally escaped the pocket on 52 attempts 39 times and made throws that were improvised. Show me when Patrick Mahomes catches the ball in the shotgun, takes his three-step drop, and throws the ball on time. Show me when he does it. (laughs) You can't. And I'll be breaking them down very shortly. Not today, but on Sunday. But you can't show me when he does that because it don't exist. 
Watch Aaron Rodgers catch the ball and get it out. Watch Tom Brady catch the ball, read the coverage, and throw the ball on time accurately all the fucking time for 20 years. Hey, I'm just telling you. You can say what you want. Can he be the greatest? Absolutely could be. My auntie also, if she had balls, would be my uncle. But I sure wouldn't say that until I at least saw this motherfucker's resume after about 10 years. Not year three when I've already lost twice to Tom Brady, who's won seven of these motherfuckers. How the fuck do you have professional people on ESPN and Fox saying that this motherfucker's the GOAT already? He's already the best ever. That shit kills me for fucking grown men to make these assumptions in life. How can they call me an asshole and don't know me? How can they call Patrick Mahomes the GOAT because they think him and his girlfriend are the greatest humans on the, in the world? But Kobe Bryant gets a false allegation against him, and he's a criminal. He's a shitbird. He don't win no MVPs over fucking Steve Nash three times. But in reality, it's a fucking allegation that he won't beat in the case. He beat it legally, right? So legally, you shouldn't be able to judge a motherfucker. Legally, you only saw me on Netflix on what they chose to film and show on their show. But you've never seen a kid talk shit about me. You've never seen a coach talk shit about me that actually knows me. Only motherfuckers that saw me in their living room for 16 hours in two seasons who think they know who the fuck I am. When in reality, they have not a fucking clue who I am. They have not a fucking clue who Mahomes is. They have not a fucking clue who Kobe Bryant is. They have not a fucking clue who any of these people are. They're donut-eating fat fucks who have nothing to say good about anyone because they have a small dick, and it's called small dick syndrome, and they don't understand how to help anyone, and all they do is sit there and eat themselves into fucking oblivion because they're pieces of shit, keyboard cowardly fucks. Should I drop the mic on that note, or should I keep going? That's just what I'm telling you. Judging and anointing greatness because we're nice people or we judge people because they think we are assholes is unbelievable to me. And it's no greater testament to being a fucking cowardly cunt than doing those two things. That's all I got to say. I'm an asshole because I get black kids graduated at a higher rate than anybody in America. I'm an asshole because I get kids Division One scholarships into the NFL. Because I cuss them out and cuss coaches out for demanding greatness. And understanding that you either coach it or allow it. And understanding if I don't do it, who will? If not me, then who? <laughs> Tell me. If I don't tell these cats the real, guess what? They work for a motherfucker with my skin tone that can give a fuck less about them. And they're putting their future in another motherfucker's hands. And when that shit happens, you have failed them as a coach, as a mentor, as a teacher, as a parent. 
but I'm the asshole because you saw me on your TV screen for 16 hours. <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes is the goat because you think he's a good dude on fucking Allstate commercials and he has a girlfriend that's pregnant and you guys like how they tweet. That is the world you motherfuckers live in now. Let me just make sure we're all clear. That's the world y'all live in. And you think because of a tweet and a smile and a girl ass fucking little bitch voice. Like Patrick Mahomes has. that He's a good dude. But JB yelling at motherfuckers is an asshole because you saw it on Netflix. <laughs> that shit is fucking funny to me. But it makes my dick hard that you guys hate on him. It makes my dick hard that you hate on me. I love it. Because I know who I am. My daughter was told lies for 13 fucking years, fellas. Do you think you hating on me on Netflix makes me give a fuck? I already have to deal with my daughter getting lied to for 13 years. For multiple shit. About shit that would blow your mind if you heard about it. So... It is what it is. Shit happens. We got to keep pushing and you got to keep grinding and you got to win shit people over and you got to do it in out of the box thinking ways. You got to be an out of the box thinker. You got to do it in ways that just not fucking very conducive for other people's success. So it is what it is, but people don't like the truth. Um, the truth hurts, and that's just what it is. The truth actually, absolutely, 100% unequivocally hurts folks. Why is it? I don't know. Because we live in a generation where motherfuckers kiss your ass and suck your dick and tell you every fucking thing that you want to hear, but they absolutely tell you nothing that you need to hear. Just so we're clear, that's the truth. So it is what it is, but judging people because they're, you think they're an asshole and anointing people because you think they're nice people is absolutely asshole backwards, but we have everybody in America doing it or in the world doing it. He's not the goat. Mahomes isn't the goat. Give him a year, give him 10 years to rebuild his resume and then call him the goat. You can't be the goat. He better, he better hope Tom Brady coaches. I mean, sorry, he should be coaching. He's my age. He should be playing for two more years and he better fucking hope he plays in the Super Bowl two more years in a row and beats Tom Brady in both of them and then goes and wins five more. So he can have eight Super Bowls and beat Tom Brady twice. Because if he can't do that, he's never going to be the GOAT. And number one, Tom Brady's not the GOAT. Because everybody's saying Tom Brady's the best winner of all time. Well, the last time I checked, fucking Michael Jordan never lost in the fucking finals. Last time I checked, Bill Russell has 11 of them motherfucking things. The last time I checked, Phil Jackson and fucking John Wooden have 10 and 11 of those things on their fingers. They can literally finger fuck with their diamonds and any finger using any finger. You think about that shit. 
Tom Brady got seven of them. He's surely up there. He's very, 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 very much higher than fucking Patrick Mahomes is in the year three when you motherfuckers are already anointing this soft-spoken fuck. So you guys know Robert Ory has seven, and you know there's other people out there too, like Terry Bradshaw, fucking Charles Haley. There's a lot of other dudes that got five, six rings. Hey, man, you guys better open your eyes, fucking pay attention that there's bigger and better things down in there. And Patrick Mahomes, he has a lot of work to do. So just throwing that out there. Hey, man, I just wanted to shoot the shit with you guys tonight, let you guys know that's what's going on out there. And uh, don't judge or anoint nobody because they're nice people or because you think they're an asshole. Let their resume speak for itself. Give it time. Let's make sure that happens. Hey, man, it's been great. Appreciate you coming on a Friday night with me, chilling. We got 50 damn people in the show. Hey, I appreciate you guys. And, uh, again, man, be nice to somebody. Give a cat a, a dap, a hug, whatever you might think uh, will work for him. And um, don't be any slap dicks, man. And like I said, Hey, I'm taking deposits. It might be more than five grand for that number one pick, brother. I'll just tell you that, Sebastian. But DM me on social media, the real coach underscore JB, um, or email me, coachjb12 at gmail.com. And, um, and go check out my website that'll be up and running very soon, okay? Slapdickbullies.com. It's under construction right now. But that'll be where you can buy and get the per, get the pit bulls, uh, my bullies from Stogie. Hey, appreciate you guys, man. Uh, much love. And like I said, don't be slap dicks. And uh, hey, man, I'll see you Sunday for the Coaching 101 show, 9 a.m. Pacific, if that's what you guys do. Peace. Pope, this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Better fight a guy, man, I'm just telling you. Cause I don't wanna fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man.